You're listening to On Point Discussion, exclusively on the Lounge Room Network. Former Vice President Joe Biden will win Pennsylvania and Nevada, putting him over the 270 electoral votes he needs to become the 46th President of the United States. Here are your hosts, Juan Gutierrez, Julius Porter, Wyatt Cornelius, and Rhino Alberts. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is April 28th, 2021, and this is On Point Discussion for tonight. Not the typical episode with all of the other uh, co-hosts. Tonight, it's a one-on-one interview with uh, our good friend Rashab over here, and he is the man behind a page that many of you on Bears Twitter and Chicago Sports Twitter know as the Windy City uh, Productions page, and I understand you actually had your other page suspended. Uh, I did, yeah, a couple long. months ago. They took me down for copyright. They got me with the six strikes, so that oh, really sucks. <laughs> that, you know, that, that's unfortunate because yeah. your your other page had, oh, man, how many followers? Yeah, it, it had almost like 7K. It had like a lot of interactions every day, so that kind of sucked. <laughs> but I'm already like pretty much halfway there, so it's not too big of a deal. Yeah, you're 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 growing your you're growing your page again, uh, very yeah. rapidly, which is very good. But uh, yeah. you can find this Twitter account at uh, DWC Burner. It is not a burner account, though. <laughs> just I just want to make yeah. that clear. <laughs> it's a legitimate person. I, I got to change my ad sometimes. <laughs> uh, remember that on point discussion is now sponsored in part by our good friends over at Fanatics. Remember to visit fanatics.com/slash/the-lounge-room-net, and you can get sixty five percent off. Your entire purchase right now using code word throw t h r o w. Uh, remember to use that at the time of purchase. And we are also, of course, sponsored by uh, One Call Tech, and they can certainly help you with all of your uh, internet and uh, fiber optic needs. So this is a very laid back environment. Uh, we like to treat our guests, you know, not make them feel uh, overwhelmed or, or pressured or anything, or like they just you know, you have to answer every question, like, you know, straight to the, straight to the bone and whatnot. But I just want to, I, I, just for the audience who's listening, um, just kind of maybe explain, you know, how, how did this all start? Like, how did you start making uh, these edits uh, and, and videos for, uh, you know, not just the bears, but for the, you know, the bulls. And I know we were just talking a few minutes ago about, uh, you know, some of those those reactionary videos that you make after uh, Bears games and, and whatnot during the season. How how did this all start? Yes, yeah, so I've actually told this story a couple of times on the other podcasts I was on, but it honestly pretty much just started by accident. It was in 2018. I was a freshman in college and I was on spring break, so I really had nothing to do that week. I wasn't really going anywhere. Uh, my friends actually had a different spring break, so I was pretty much home alone, not much to do. So during that spring break, I was just sitting on my couch and I was like, you know, why not throw some Bears highlights? Because I, I watch Bears highlights pretty much nonstop, like every single year. Like I'm pretty much the hype guy for the Bears mm-hmm. now. But back then I used to be like so obsessed with just the Bears. And that year, especially in 2018, like we hired Matt Nagy. We had such a new vibe in Chicago. If you remember that mm-hmm. offseason, we had so many new additions that pretty much everybody was excited about. We had, you know, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel. Trey Burton and like a whole bunch of new people. And I really thought like the 
tide was pretty much turning in Chicago. So I was mm-hmm. like, why not just make a video for fun? Just put some music in the background and kind of make like a hype video, right? And before then, I'd never really edited videos at all. So that was my first time ever. And so I pretty much just got clips from YouTube, um, you know, down did iMovie, got a song in the background, and I kind of just made something in a couple hours. And it honestly was not the best video, like the editing was not that good. The sound quality and all was like super messed up. But I posted that on YouTube, not expecting anybody to watch it. But like a couple, you know, weeks later, right? Or I mean, first of all, a couple days later, I see it has like 2000 views. I'm like, Oh, my God, people actually want to watch this. <laughs> and then a couple weeks after that, it's like, at 50k and I'm like, gaining a ton of subscribers. So um, after that, I kind of realized like, I might have a talent for this thing. And so I kind of just kept on making videos uh, that off season. Um, and then during the season, um, also, I started making like reaction videos too with my face and you know, just talking about the Bears and my opinions because, like you guys know, based on my Twitter posts, like I have really strong opinions about the Bears. So why not share them with everybody else? So that's pretty much how it started. It wasn't really like something I meant to do, but something that kind of started by accident. Yeah, and I was, you know, I'm looking at your your YouTube channel right now. Um, twenty one, almost twenty two thousand subscribers, uh, three hundred and seventy five videos. I mean, you must feel really, really proud of yourself. I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. You know, having almost 22 K subscriber number, uh, you know, and I think that also shows how much, you know, Chicago sports fans are willing to, uh, you know, dedicate their time to watching these kinds of videos and, and getting that hype, you know, that, that we as Chicago sports fans, you know, like to like to have, unfortunately, (laughs) A lot of our teams don't live up to that hype, uh, oh, yeah. as we, both of us both know, you know, <laughs> in this case with the Bears and how you were just talking, you know, uh, Matt Nagy, and it was going to be this bright future and everything was all, you know, rainbows <laughs> and, and, and unicorns and butterflies. And <laughs> yeah. then, yeah, then, I, I, you know, <laughs> go ahead. I don't know how you feel about the Bears right now, but I still feel like we have a chance to be back being good if we get the quarterback position right you know in, in the draft tomorrow i don't know if we're going to do that or not but i'm willing to give them like one last chance uh, <laughs> i know most of bears twitter is like against them but i'm trying to be optimistic it's like, yeah. it's a very very tumultuous period uh in the city of chicago um yep. you know i know like obviously i'm not i'm not a cubs fan you know or i don't watch but i know like the cubs have lost a few games and uh, I've seen kind of their, you know, Cubs Twitter is a little bit in shambles. And obviously with the draft, you know, you have people saying, uh, oh, you know, can't wait to uh, can't wait to get my heart broken again tomorrow. It's going to be uh, a pretty it's going to be a disastrous night for the Bears. I mean, so there's just so much instability uh, with Chicago sports. And, you know, it doesn't help that it's draft week and just people have these really low expectations. Um <laughs> Yeah, but that, that that's the life of a Bears fan. I mean, I'm for as, as much as it yeah. hurts me, it pains me to say, you know, obviously our neighbors up to the north in Green Bay, you know, like to laugh at us every single year because we're yeah. always just, you know, we're always horrible. And I, I pain, again, it pains me to say that, but that's the truth. Um, <laughs> now, your videos, <laughs> your videos have gotten uh, recognition from players themselves. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, it's been, I mean, over the past few years, I even had a couple of players actually reach out to me to get videos done. So um, ones that reached out include, you know, Eddie Pinheiro. He's not on the roster anymore, but he wanted a video. Mm-hmm. I'm Anthony Miller. Um, we texted back and forth. He wanted a video. Um, David Montgomery, I've talked to. 
I'm the first guy that actually ever noticed my video. It's funny. It was Eddie Jackson back when I never really had, I mean, I didn't have, I think that many followers even on any platform. I did have a you know decent following on YouTube, but on Instagram where I was posting my um, hype videos for individual players, I only mm-hmm. had like 200, 300 followers, but somehow, you know, when I tagged him, he saw that post and, um, you know, he liked it. He messaged me too. He was like, Oh my God, this is so good. And I was freaking the hell out. I was like, Whoa, Eddie Jackson <laughs> actually likes this. So um, yeah, he followed me back then, but yeah, it's been really cool to get recognition from Blair's players because you know, a couple of years ago, I could not even imagine myself even like talking to all these Bears players or even having this platform. So it's definitely an honor. It's definitely really cool to be able to, you know, talk, talk with them. Yeah. Is, uh, is Anthony Miller a super chill dude? Um, oh yeah. He's a he super seemed, chill he seems... dude. I mean, yeah, <laughs> obviously on the field, he's definitely not super chill, but <laughs> I, yeah, it's I mean, we've, we've, because, we've seen that. Uh, we've seen that many times with some of those oh, you know, yeah. back and forth and getting ejected. And right. uh, I think it was the saints game this year and you know, the oh, Nickel- yeah. yeah. So anyway, keep going. <laughs> no, I said, it's been tough because Anthony Miller right now, I feel like the majority of bears fans are completely against him. So <laughs> I've been trying to, you know, support him as, as much as I can, but even, you know, if, if you want to be unbiased, you definitely have to separate your you know emotions from everything, especially when you're doing like analysis videos and all. Because especially when I first started my channel, I was like super, super biased with everything I was doing. For the first year, it actually worked out because our team was so good. But after that, you know, everything just kind of <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. Is it uh, is it difficult to separate that bias from, oh, you know, when you're like when you're making these hype videos and, and doing like, yeah. work behind the scenes is that is that something that you struggle with oh 100 percent, man I, i'm <laughs> i'm definitely biased like i'll i'll admit it like in all my videos whenever i'm talking about the bears i'm definitely a little bit biased i try to hide it as much as i can i think i mean especially now i feel like right. i'm more realistic because you know last few years have sucked so much but i'm definitely at least a little bit biased so I'm just reading. There's some already some comments dropping in the uh, oh, wow. uh, in the YouTube in the YouTube chat, and someone named Pistons Talk. We got some Detroit sports fans here in the chat. Uh, oh, I think I know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he or she. I don't know if it's a boy or a guy or a girl, but uh, they say the Bears' defense is uh, almost past its prime. Yeah, I would probably agree with that because most of our star players are you know, getting over the age of 30, like mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, um, Kyle Fuller is gone now, but he was super old. Akeem Hicks was like 31. Um, Danny Trevathan is super old too. And even Eddie Jackson, like he's almost getting like pretty old too. Cause he was drafted when he was like 24, I think so, or 23. So he's mm-hmm. super old, but yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like the majority of our players now are getting old, but I would like to counter, like we still have a bunch of young guys like Bilal Nichols, Roquan Smith. Um, who else Jalen Johnson so I still think we can be good this year like it all depends on if the new defensive coordinator like what he's like like if he's anything like Chuck Pagano mm-hmm. you know we're probably going to be average at the very best but I still think we have potential on this defense who's the oh god what's the name of the defensive coordinator it's like passing my brain right now uh Desai right yeah Sean Desai yeah, yeah. Sean, yeah Desai yep yep I'm optimistic you know, I, I think he, I'm optimistic to see what he brings. You know, it'll be obviously a different style than Chuck Pagano. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, <clears throat> some of the guys that are, that are still on the team, right. Uh, you know, Roquan Smith and uh, Nichols and them. And, um, so I, obviously my respects, my, I always tip my hat to Roquan, you know, that guy's a stud. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, 
he's just he's a baller out there, and uh, I look forward to seeing those plays uh, <laughs> here. But you're also a White Sox fan, yes, is sir, that correct? Yes. See <laughs> yeah. that that's that's why that's why I wanted you on the show because you're also a White Sox fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> There's not too many of us, but yeah, you know, I know. Stick together. <laughs> how many uh, how many times a year do you normally get out to the ballpark down in and uh, down on 35th? Yeah, usually, um, I mean, I haven't, obviously, last year I didn't go because of COVID, but this right. year I've already been uh, one time. Usually I try to go seven or eight times. Um, during college, I actually went a little bit less because one summer I was also at college, so I wasn't, I wasn't really able to go to mm-hmm. Chicago that much. But, yeah, I mean, I try to go as much as I can because I really love the White Sox. Even when we were a bad team, <laughs> I used to get, like, really cheap tickets all the time. Like, it was, like, five bucks, six bucks, and some even for free. Like, they had this promotion. So... <laughs> I went to a lot of games back in high school. Um, just wanted to, uh, they just wanted to stick fans in there so that, you know, people wouldn't make the joke. Oh, the White Sox have no fans. That's like the, <laughs> like the most overrated oh, joke. Yeah. The most overrated joke. Dude, for a here. period of like, for a period of two years, I went to Sox games pretty much for free. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know, but they had a promotion where if you had a kid or something, you, you get free tickets. Right. And so I just really? made up a bunch of fake kids and they gave me free tickets. Not even kidding about that. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta tell me about that promotion if you ever hear about it again. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean it's gone now. They, oh, they got it's gone. It. Oh yeah. damn, I was gonna say because I mean, we're that, actually a good team now. Yeah, that would be uh, beneficial because you know I'm up, I'm up in Milwaukee, and you know just getting down to the ballpark is just a hassle. I mean, you know, oh yeah, getting, hopping yeah. trains and then you know taking Ubers down there on. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pistons, uh, Pistons, uh, tank. It looks like says the TLR sleeps during the games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely, I think, asleep last night when oh, the, uh, you know when and Lucas yes. Giolito was was left oh, out God. there to dry, and that was just that was an awful, yeah. awful. How do you um, feel about him overall? Like, do you think he's gonna last this year? <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, it's it, that's a that's a really good question because I, you know, I've actually avoided having a lot of these uh, conversations about Tony Larusa, and obviously, what he's done in his personal life is not it's not okay i mean you know getting the dui or the owi whatever it was um but i guess you know my my main thing right is um if if he is able to uh you know manage the team and if he's able to do that well while still acknowledging that he messed up and that he you know is getting help for that for you know whatever may have been the issue there um I mean, if he does all that, and if if this team is able to kind of connect all those dots together, you know, they're, they're a young team. The White Sox oh, are yeah. a young team. And I think that if he can maintain those connections with, like, the younger players and, uh, you know, get everything straightened out behind the scenes, I think, I mean, I think he could be there for for a while, for a little bit. What are What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would agree with that. As long as he wins games on the baseball field, that's pretty much all that matters. Like all the off the, you know, off the field stuff, obviously it is a concern. And mm-hmm. if it continues, then yeah, it would be something to look at. But as of right now, it doesn't seem like any off the field stuff is really impacting him. So all I'm really judging is, is you know, coaching on the field. And so far, I don't think it's been that good. You know, obviously he's made some pretty stupid mistakes lately. Like you <laughs> talked about last night, Gilito was in for too long. But it might also take him like a little bit of time to reacclimate to the, you know, MLB because he hasn't managed baseball in like 10 years, I think he said. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been out of the game for a while. It might take him a couple months to get used to all this. But if he's, you know, winning us a championship in October, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's all I care about. And also <laughs> in baseball, I feel like managers aren't as important as, you know, football. Like you need a good coach in football, but you can, I feel like you can still win with the average level manager in, in that baseball. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that take. Um, and that's, again, partly due to the fact that when you are, you know, when you're playing the game of football, right, and you have a case where your head coach is, uh, you know, calling plays and, uh, you know, making those sideline decisions right then and there and, you know, dictating what is, you know, what the play is going to be on that next series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we see this with with Matt Nagy. You know, when he oh, was, yeah. <laughs> when he, when he went through that period of, you know, before he handed off the, the reins to the, you know, the, the, the offensive coordinator, when he was calling those, you know, all the plays and we saw how bad that was. I mean, right. Uh, and you just don't have that, you know, you just don't have that in, in, in baseball, but yeah, definitely making sure that he is able to keep a good relationship with the players. And like, I, I, I know I keep going back to the fact that they're very young and I mean, and that, that just plays into it, you know, maintaining your young players and making sure that they are all doing well and have a good connection, good stability with, you know, everyone in the club. I mean, that's just, that's what Tony La Russa needs to do. And that's the only way that, um, you know, we can see this team, hopefully, right. Fingers crossed, make a world (laughs) series run because we need one. We need one bad on the south side. <laughs> it's been way too long. Like we, you know. <laughs> yeah, we do have a period of contention though. So even if we don't win it this year, I feel like at least for three to four years, that's when the majority of our players are still under contract. We could mm-hmm. still win it in that period. But yeah, hopefully it's sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. Who's the, I think the oldest player on the White Sox? Like, might be a Brave, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is a Brave, and then I know like Tim crazy. Anderson. Tim Anderson is actually, I think he's like 27, I think, or 28. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So, so yeah, TA is up there now, and uh, I mean, he's still good. I, I mean, wholeheartedly, I think he's the best shortstop in Chicago. Definitely. <laughs> you know, that's that's my own Homer <laughs> bias, but, that, but. <laughs> I'll probably get slaughtered on Twitter for that. Uh, you know, for yeah. saying that, but <laughs> hey, Cubs fans go hard at you on Twitter. I saw. <laughs> I mean, they go hard. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I I always I'm like the self proclaimed, or I I like to proclaim myself that I'm the nicest White Sox uh, Twitter <laughs> user when it comes to like back and forth with Cubs fans. Oh, yeah. I have no ill, uh, I have no ill, or I wish no ill on any Cubs fan at all. I want to make that very clear. Um, <laughs> it's just that the, the, there's just some things that it just irritate me, you know, when, same here, man. <laughs> you know, that it's like, it's like, you know, like, for example, the, the, the joke about the attendance, I'm like, oh, all right, yeah. guys, how many, how many times do we need to like reuse the, You know, we just keep recycling the same joke about attendance, right? Seriously. Like, I could make the same joke about how, you know, Wrigley is old and yeah. how, you know, it's, it's and like gross. a lot of people there are also <laughs> just like drunk out of their minds, not even exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, it's like, okay, well, yeah, the White Sox, according to that study that came out earlier this year, you know, they, oh, yeah. they have, the, we have the most, you know, alcoholic fan base or most, you know, whatever, but it's oh. like. I mean, at least, you know, at least, at least White Sox fans actually like pay attention to the game and watch it. I mean, it's not, you know, we're not making like beer cup snakes in the stands or whatever, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, and Wrigley. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
No, I, you know, I obviously I know that Wrigley is a historic, you know, it's a historic ballpark. And um, I mean, I'll forever love my White Sox. So, I mean, that's just how it's going to be. I, you know, Southside for life. And, <laughs> you know, it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long absolutely. have you been a Sox fan? Never since birth or. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. I, I have never really rooted for, I never rooted for the Cubs. Um, my, uh, one of my, my uncles actually, who was the same uncle who, uh, <laughs> helped me become a Bears fan. He was oh, a White wow. Sox fan and that's nice. how I, I just, I always saw him watching the games and, <laughs> um, yeah, he, you know, he bought me a little like baseball cap when I was like two or three and, you know, I just became a White Sox fan, but I also do like the Brewers. I mean, I was just, I've made that very, you know, very clear. They're my NL team. And oh, yeah. I, you know, I was just at a Brewers <laughs> game. Live, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I live, I live two miles from the ballpark. Like, come on. I'm, oh, wow. Yeah, awesome. exactly. I walked there. I mean, <laughs> oh, dope. but you're also a Bulls fan. Obviously. I am. Yeah. Yes. yes. So all Chicago sports, yep, all Chicago sports, except the Cubs. Except the Cubs. Except yeah. the Cubs. There you go. <laughs> yeah. When are you? When are you? Uh, when are you dropping your next video for uh, Chicago or Chicago sports hype video? Do you have any plans? Yeah. So um, obviously after the draft tomorrow, if we draft Justin Fields, I'll be working on that right away. But yeah, whoever, <laughs> um, whatever rookie we draft, I'll probably make a hype video for them. I usually make a series of videos ever, you know, ever since like 2018, right after the draft class um happened, mm-hmm. and so I'll probably do that this weekend mm-hmm. so yeah expect a video sometime this weekend maybe even tomorrow night if you know if that actually happens if everything goes your way you're just gonna make a drop one tomorrow night <laughs> yeah dude i'll be i'll be working on it just through the night i mean i'll be so excited so why not <laughs> yeah and just for the audience who's listening uh you can subscribe to his channel uh the windy city productions over on youtube and your Twitter handle, uh, DWC Burner. You you really got to change that, though. I mean, that's I do. Yeah, I'll probably change it sometimes. Are you today, actually? <laughs> are you on Instagram? I am on Instagram. You are, yeah, do so. you know your Instagram at? I don't. I don't have that off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, at the Windy City Prods. All right, and yeah. that's with an S, right? P R O D S. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's actually with a Z. Oh, with a Z. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Windy City Prods. All right. Yeah. Well, it's almost seven o'clock here. And we're probably going to start wrapping this one up. But, All right. sir, again, it was a pleasure to finally talk with you, the guy who yeah. is behind all of these awesome creations online and all of these videos. And um, wish you nothing but success. Yeah, and thank you. I so hope, much. I hope that, uh, absolutely. And I hope that professional athletes continue to uh, reach out to you because it's definitely, definitely well deserved. So, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So. Thank you. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a uh, one-on-one interview here on On Point Discussion, exclusively on the Lounge Room Network, powered in part by our friends over at One Call Technology and at Fanatics.com. Remember to use Fanatics.com slash Lounge Room Net to get 65% off your order using code word THROW, T-H-R-O-W. That'll do it for tonight. See you all next Wednesday. And... Uh, as we like to end the show here, uh, go White Sox and uh, go Bears. <laughs> yes, sir. Good night, everyone. <laughs>